What's going on, guys? Um, quick uh, discretion before you guys watch this podcast or listen to it. Uh, I just want to inform you guys that this will be a bit of a darker um, podcast. And if you guys are prone to um, sensitive topics, please go listen to a different podcast. Go listen to one of my other podcasts. Um, this podcast is um, not advised for younger viewers but is advised for more adult-like people. So, yeah, if you guys do enjoy this, please hit the like, hit the subscribe, comment down below what you guys want to see next. And just a quick disclaimer as well, this podcast is going to be one of two parts. So I will upload the po the next podcast in a few days' time. If you guys do enjoy this, like I said, yeah, enjoy. What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Deeper Podcast. My name is Josh Hethcote. I hope you guys are all doing amazing. Now, the Deeper Podcast, my podcast, is available on many platforms such as YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much any past po podcasting network you can think of. If you haven't listened to any of my previous podcasts, I highly recommend you do that. I post great content, great podcasts, which I highly recommend you go and watch. It is great and you'll enjoy it a lot. Now, today's podcast, I know I haven't podca uh, podcast in a while or uploaded in a while. Well, I hope you really do enjoy this one. Today's podcast will be about the connection theory of Jeffrey Epstein. So before we get into the theory, we have to understand a bit about Jeffrey Epstein. So the early life of Jay Epstein. He was born in 1953 in Brooklyn, New York. Jeffrey Edward Epstein's early life did not foreshadow the controversial figure he would become. Raised in a middle-class family, Epstein attended Lafety High School and later pursued higher education at Cooper Union in Manhattan. As we explore his background, it is important to note that Epstein's journey is immense wealth and connections with the elite remain shrouded in mystery. After leaving Cooper Union without completing his degree, Epstein entered the world of finance. He secured a teaching position at Dalton School, an elite Manhattan prep school, and this marked his initial foray into the circles of privilege. Epstein's early career is a puzzle to many. In the early 1970s, he transitioned to finance, joining the investment bank Bear Sears, and later established his own firm, J. Epstein & Co. The details of his financial ascent, however, are exclusive. A question surrounded the sources of his wealth or nature of his dealing. Now, the biggest portion of this theory is the plea deal that happened. So now let's dive into the most controversial chapter of Jeffrey Epstein's saga, which is the 2008 plea deal that continues to baffle and infuriate many. Epstein faced federal charges, including sex trafficking of minors and the circumstances surrounding the resolution of these charges are highly controversial. In June 2008, Epstein entered into a non-prosecution agreement with federal prosecutors in Florida. The deal was brokered by the U.S. Attorney Alexandra Acosta, who would later become the U.S. Secretary of the Trump administration. In terms of this agreement were deeply troubling. Epstein pleaded guilty to two state prosecution charges, be uh, registered as a sex offender, and agreed to pay restitution to his victims. In return, federal charges were dropped, and Epstein avoided a potential lengthy prison uh, sentence. The leniency of this plea deal 
raises numerous questions. How could someone facing such serious charges receive what may perceive as a slap on the wrist? Now, critics argue that Epstein's wealth and Powell connections played a significant role in this outcome. The secretion nature of the deal, which was reached without the knowledge of Epstein's victims, added fuel to the fire's suspicion. The implications of the plea deal go beyond Epstein himself. It is it has led to the broader conversation about the influence and wealth and privilege in the criminal justice system. The hashtag MeToo movement, which gained momentum years later, also brought renewed attention to the handling of sexual abuse cases, and Epstein's case or Epstein's plea became a symbol of systematic issues within the legal system. So the biggest part of Epstein's, besides the plea deal, is the island, the island Epstein had, and what happened on that island and who came to that island. So let's let's turn our attention into the uh, inferior aspects of Jeffrey Epstein's story, the private island, and the flight logs of his jets to that island. The, uh, the island known as Little St. James, private island, in the Caribbean has been sense of numerous conspiracy theories. Reporters suggest that the island was located where Epstein's allegedly engaged in illicit activities with underage girls. The exact nature of these activities is subject to investigation and speculation. In, uh, the island's name, the pedophile island, emerged in the wake of these allegations. Now, the, the pedophile island is quite a quite a profound name to call something, but with these allegations that have been used or put upon Jeffrey Epstein, it, it, it justifies the name of the island. So the flight logs of Jeffrey Epstein's private jet are often referred to as Lolita Express, listed a roster of influential figures who traveled with him. Notable names include politicians, business leaders, and celebrities who I shall not be uh, listed. The presence of these individuals of Epstein's flights have fueled speculation and their potential involvement in or the acknowledgement of Epstein's alleged wrongdoings. As we shift through the available evidence, it is crucial to approach this topic with a discerning eye. The flight logs, while intriguing, don't necessarily imply guilt or complicity on the part of these of those listed. However, they have become a focal point for conspiracy theories and heightened speculation. So, one of the biggest people uh, that are involved in this, not only Jeffrey Epstein, is Ghislaine Maxwell. So, Ghislaine Maxwell is a key figure in Jeffrey Epstein's saga. Maxwell, a long-time associate of Epstein, has faced accusations of being his accomplice in the alleged sex trafficking activities, which is crazy. I mean, from the name, it just sounds like a woman and it is a woman. Like, how, how would a woman do this to other girls? Which, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me, in all honesty. I re it really doesn't. So, the allegations against Maxwell includes claims that she played a central role in recruiting and grooming underage girls for Epstein. Multiple accusers have come forward sharing their experiences as detailing Maxwell's engagement or alleged, uh, alleged involvement in 
facilitating Epstein's activities. Jelaine Maxwell was born in a prominent family. Her father was media mogul Robert Maxwell. She became connected with Epstein in the early 90s and was reportedly involved in various aspects of his life, from managing his properties to being a fixture in his social circles. So, with all this in mind, we have to think about the connections to the elites and how he is connected to the elites, such as the business leaders, the CEOs, the politicians, and the celebrities. So let's unravel the web of connections that Jeffrey Epstein spun throughout his life, a web reached into higher sections of society, including politicians, business management, and celebrities. Epstein cultivated relationships with a diverse array of in individuals, including former President Bill Clinton, current and former leaders in various countries, renowned business, uh, business figures, and well-known celebrities. So these implications of these connections are significant and have promoted speculation about whether they hint at a more profound conspiracy. I mean, yes, you're big, you're, you're a celebrity, but does this justify what you're doing to these little girls? Does it justify the fact that you're traveling all the way to this island, which is named the Pedophile Island, to just be with little girls who have been groomed and taken from their families to have a little bit of fun? It, I, in my opinion, it really doesn't justify any of that. Being a celebrity, being a big person, being a big business owner, management, politician, whatever, it does not justify the fact that you're going to go to little girls who have been taken from their families just to be there to be sexually abused, sexually assaulted, whatever. It doesn't justify it. Some argue that Epstein's relationships with influential individuals provided him with a shield allowing his alleged activities to go unchecked for years. For years. So the question arises, did these connections play a role in the leniency of his 2008 plea deal? Or was it merely a coincidence of his personal wealth? It, it, it doesn't add up to me. It really doesn't add up. So some unsolved mysteries and lingering questions about the Jeffrey Epstein conspiracy is we have to acknowledge the inevitable in any complex narrative unanswered questions and mysteries surrounding the Jeffrey Epstein case. As with many high-profile stories, there are gaps in the narrative. Inconsistencies that beg, beg, beg for explanations and areas where speculation runs rampant. One significant mystery is the circumstance surrounding Epstein's death, which we'll get into later, which was in 2019. While officials ruled as suicide, there are persistent questions about the condition in the prison. The timeline of these events leading up to his death and whether external factors might have played a role. Additionally, the original the origins of Epstein's wealth and full extent of his connections remain inaptic. The lack of transparency in both his financial dealings and social interactions have fueled speculation about hidden influences and untold stories. The shocking aftermath and lessons learned from the Jeffrey Epstein case is crazy. It is crazy, crazy, crazy. 
The shocking turn of events surrounding Jeffrey Epstein's death in 2019 sent shockwaves through the public, sparking intense uh, scrutiny of the circumstances and raising profound questions about the system in place. Let's dive into the aftermath of Epstein's death, the investigations that followed, and the lessons learned from the high-profile case. So Epstein was found, obviously, dead in a jail cell, apparently, in the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York on August 10th, 2019. The official cause of death was ruled as suicide by hanging, but the circumstances uh, surrounding his demise has been met with speculation and suspicion. The irregularities in prison protocols, the lack of proper supervision, and the coincidences leading up to his death has fueled numerous conspiracy theories. In the aftermath of his death, multiple investigations were launched. The focus extended beyond the criminal charges, and Epstein faced to the handling of charges by law enforcement and the legal system. The spotlight turned to the plea deal in 2008. So, the role of the US attorney Alexander Acosta and the broader questions of how powerful individuals navigate the justice system. The Epstein case served as a catalyst for renewed discussions about the intersections of wealth, privilege, and justice. It underscored the vulnerabilities in the legal system in America and revealing how the influential can seemingly evade consequences of their actions, which is which is crazy. I mean, yes, you're popular, yes, you're famous, but I mean, if you've done something, you've done something. If you deserve to be in jail for crimes you've committed, you deserve to be in jail. So how can people who have such high standings and have such, have so much wealth and so much popularities and fans and a big audience go untouched when it comes to such big accusations and such big um, charges? I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, he's big. He's a big man, uh, financial person. But he got charged with sexual... Uh, as a sexual predator and... He got a couple years in jail. A couple years in jail. Now, that's crazy. I mean, how can someone so big just go to prison for so little for the charges he had? It, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. So the impact on the public trust has been profound. The Epstein case eroded conf- confidence in the ability of the legal system to hold powerful individuals accountable, it laid bare to disparities in how justice is administered based on one's social standing and wealth. As a result, there has been a call for increased transparency, accountability, and a re- uh, re-evaluation of the structures that allowed Epstein's alleged actions to persist for so long. So, with all this at hand, I hope you have really enjoyed this podcast. This podcast will be one of two parts. So, get excited this will be very this will be more in depth in the next uh podcast in the next episode which will come out very soon i can promise you that and um i know it was more of a darker podcast than usual but nevertheless i hope you really enjoyed me talking about the connections theory and if you want me to uh, talk about more conspiracy theories let me know either through the youtube comments or the q a on spotify don't forget to share with your friends and families and i'll check you in the next one goodbye